1947. Did a uh, four strain special. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Sorry. so. <laughs> Looks like we it. are recording. We're all recording. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, fuck, where was I? Oh, four strain special, episode 47. Uh, what do we got? We got Mandarin cookies, we got Endgame, we got a Swamp Boys, and we got Five Super Lemon Haze. Oh, you know what we tried yesterday? What's that? Mandarin and Super Lemon Haze, and I loved the flavor. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've got so. some uh, sampler packs I'm putting together here. I'm going to cool. have some Christmas challenges, I think, to win sampler packs. Have any of you guys ever had a sampler pack from me? Nope. Oh. I'm not sure that I have, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to bring some for the uh, podcast crew. You've seen them, though. I have, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you gave me, like, a two... A, like a lame dick sampler pack. <laughs> Here, you get the fucking... <laughs> These two. <laughs> lame sampler pack. But, yeah, that one we gave to Carrie Ann, that was yeah, pretty legit. That's pretty cool. All right. So, anybody want to start this? Or... You're already halfway there. I keep uh, putting it up. I'm about to. Getting your COVID all over it. <laughs> What's the new one called? It smells like Omicron. Omicron, in here. Omicron variant. The Decepticon. Yeah. The moronic variant. It smells like Omicron in here. <laughs> Who was saying something about how new would have been and you would have been the one I think after? It was the, uh, the Moo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. That was the Jing. Because no, it was under saying, Jinping or something. They were saying the reason they chose Omicron or Omicron right. is because the next in line was new. Yeah. And they were like, we can't use new because it sounds like new variant. N-E-Y-N-E-W. And then they didn't want to use the one because it sounds like a Chinese name. Right. Right. Yeah. That's funny. Motherfucker. It's all branding. They're branding viruses now. Yeah. Right. Doesn't matter. You can't. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about the sheriff's department in LA? No. Okay, this is great. Mm. I'm just <laughs> this gonna read great. this because yeah. this. <clears throat> yeah. Sounds like a good one. Can I guess? Is it about like people stealing shit because they can? Make your wildest guess. Wildest I, guess. I promise you're not gonna get it. Okay. <clears throat> so. This letter is to inform you the L.A. County Sheriff's Department will not participate in COVID-19 registering or testing with Fulgent Genetics Corporation. This is from the FBI, or this is after the FBI got in touch with um, L.A. Sheriff's Department, letting them know that uh, Fulgent Fulgent Genetics Corporation, amongst other testing uh, companies that they were investigating, have been, um, hold on, let me see if I can find this quote so I don't mess it up. Uh, Shit. Now I lost it. Um, Says, DNA data obtained is not guaranteed to be safe and secure from foreign governments and will, this is from the FBI's direct quote, will likely be shared with the Republic of China. What? And then... 
<laughs> Will Likely, and then it goes on. Uh, it goes on talking more about stuff that the FBI found. But from um, let's see, this article from uh, New York Times wrote a small blip on it last week, and it says the article explained Chinese companies are collecting genetic data from around the world, part of an effort by the Chinese government and companies to develop the world's largest bio database. So the so the sheriff's department has said they're. They're refusing the mandate because they realize what's happening now. That so this information's going to the Chinese government. So they're taking people's genetic information when they test them, like the PCR tests. Yeah. Okay. The Sending no it to China. Is China's making no a swans? fucking army of. Yeah, I think they got anything they could use that's got DNA. Dang it. They're, they're going to start cloning us. They have one or right. two <laughs> <of my> samples. <laughs> huh. There's going to be another, there's going to be a Chinese Anna walking around <laughs> in another year. Do you see the events. story on that tennis player? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, that they said disappeared and then she puts out that note that says, yeah. I'm safe at I home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please don't worry about Please me. don't worry. <laughs> she had said Please, something everybody bad. worry. Well, nobody's <laughs> seen me in four weeks. She said something like she accused someone of like sexual harassment uh-huh. or something like that. Is that what it was? Somebody mm-hmm. that's directly tied to the Chinese, Chinese government. government. Yeah, it was a Chinese diplomat, I think. Hmm. Yeah, that sucks. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Wish I wouldn't have said that. <coughs> that's where I would think some of these people, though, would like just defect you know they're like shit i need to yeah uh, you know i need to right. get away from this and just once they got yeah free hightail it yeah. like did you guys see that movie i think we talked about it one time um uh the one that they were talking about uday hussein let's get that letter so it was a documentary or uh no it was a movie well no it was a documentary but they were talking about um uday and they said that he would after the soccer team lost, like if they, if anybody like really fucked up or something, he'd make them kick like um, those Atlas stones, you know, the s- concrete balls, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you would think that if you were on the soccer team and you fucked up, you'd, be you'd like fucked up. Yeah, yeah, you'd be yeah, like, fuck, whatever country I'm in. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that before. There's that there's that MMA guy in China that like challenges the, you know, the fucking uh, wushu master and the you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. And we've talked about him before, and he's kind of beat up some old people and stuff. Yeah, he challenges the Tai Chi uh, masters. Yeah, the ta- yeah. And in other ones, you know, they're his age, and but I've wondered that about him as well. As if why doesn't he just leave? Because they, uh, you know, they took away a lot of his social credit, so he couldn't like you know travel at all he couldn't yeah. rent an apartment you know? yeah like they're like your social credit is fucking going down that's yeah. that black mirror bullshit that episode fucked me up i don't remember that one i think it was the very first one wasn't it mm. i only saw I one in the first season the okay first, the first the one was pig. with the president yeah 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 i've only seen what one was episode the, it was like most. a social credit thing yeah but it's like you can rate each other so uh, you basically you're walking around and people's ratings like pop up on your phone you just walk past somebody and like oh they got a three star out of five and if you drop below three you can't like rent a car or go into certain uh, places 
is right. if you drop below two, you can't go and. And so everybody has like anymore. a Yelp, like their own. Basically, like, yeah. And, and, and anybody they, could say something. Yep, right. it like gets to a point where people just like take shit personally. So like, I'm giving you one star. Right. Huh. You become a digital avatar. I'd be like a fucking negative star all the time. Because you're offending, calling everybody pussy all the time. <laughs> offending people. Yeah. Like, fuck this guy. Well, I tell you, man, with these new mask mandates, if yeah, anybody says anything, yeah, yeah, if anybody says anything to me, I haven't been wearing one. I don't either. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, wearing, I'm not like yeah. maybe if the they, like I'm not as like staunch as you are. Like, if someone made me wear one, like, a couple yeah. times I had it in my pocket. And yeah. I'm like, if someone says something, because I still want to get the drill set. Like, I went into Ace or whatever, yeah. you know? <laughs> but it, I'm, I'm ordering that shit online. If, okay. if right. that's the if case, I'm going to be like, fuck you guys then. Right. I went to the grocery store today, Yeah. and I didn't wear one. And there was one other guy in there not wearing one. Yeah. I mean, it was early, so there wasn't a lot of people in there. Right? Yes, and there was I've been people. in a couple times in the grocery yeah. stores, and there's I'm seeing about 50-50. Still? Yeah, but I was going to get everybody burritos this morning, went up to, uh, you know, I don't want to say their name up, you know, Mm -hmm. on this, but. (laughs) The S word. The S word. (laughs) And um, fuck, they've got right on the door, masks are required in our, you know, establishment. Mm -hmm. Like, well, fuck you guys. It's the Mm -hmm. last time I'll eat your Mm -hmm. burritos. Yeah. You know what I had? Compliers. I had one with that one student that I'm like still teaching outside. With a mask on. Yeah. Um, what? I, 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 I'm, so they even like yeah. they installed heaters. They have like a patio out back, oh my God. and they installed heaters on the ceiling, two of them, so that they could like see people, right? So you know, so they were just like planning, like let's redo our whole situation so that. And my mom was kind of like that too. She she got the big heater for outside, right? And so. Yesterday, she's like... I kind of fucked this one up. Yeah, it was opening up. Yeah. Here. You guys so, talk. I'm going to yeah, pause it good. and grab the fucking bubbler. That's cool. The bubbler. Yeah, so she, she stops me. She stops me, and she's like, uh, now, that the, now that the kids are vaccinated, who are, like, young, you know, like nine and six, something like that, on really cold days, would I be okay, like, coming inside... And like, she asked if you were okay with it. Yeah, that's how she phrased it. And um, and I didn't know what you know. I didn't. It's it's weird. It's fun. It's one of those situations now where when people bring things up that you're not like that close with, it's always like on the edge of being political. And so it's like everybody's trying to like, you know. You know so what, I mean? what was she asking? If it was cool, if on really cold days I went inside to teach her kid with masks on, and she asked me if I was vaccinated. Why are you guys, like, why isn't that happening already? No. Good question. Yeah, and uh, so I was like, I was just like, well, you know, like all of my other students, I teach inside now. You know, just so you, you know what I mean. It was like my, that was my impulse in the moment. Was just like letting her know. You know, you're if, the if only you, one I'm doing. Yeah, this like way. if there's any consensus reality that you want to be attached to, just so you know. And she's like, well, sorry, we're like a special case, she said. And, and I'll be honest, like, I felt bad. You know what I mean? And I but was also, like, well, you do what you got to do. But also, just you know? wanting to yeah. feel special? I that's, mean, that's possible. people who that's might possible. want to protect yeah. themselves from whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, they, they could be afraid. Yeah, and, I, and I feel weird, like, asking personal questions. Like, do you have, like, a grandpa that you're seeing all the time? But, but then, so my like, question. You know, in a old folks home or something. Is like you, you know, this kind of interferes or could interfere with 
your classes, right? Well, yeah. You guys are going to be then, shivering, like hitting. We had a thought last hard. year, and there was a couple cold really cold. It is hard. It's so I got, hard. I have gloves that I cut. Like, it hurts oh, your God. fingers, too. It does. Yeah. yeah. Not even like a garage where you're opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with your own space yeah. heater. Have a magnifying glass to show where your yeah. fingers are. Right. And, um, and to me, it's like, it's not even like a political thing. It's like, I'd like to see his face. And for him to see my face, so that because yeah. sometimes I'm smiling, I'm making jokes with this kid, and it doesn't, and come it's across. like it's he can't tell that I'm smiling, you know? Yeah. I'm like yeah. that's a joke, you know? So, right? Yeah. No, no. Part of when you learn stuff, it's important to have that connection, <laughs> right? Yeah. With the person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was and like, yeah, I was like, um, you know, I'm okay with it, you know? I was like, I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah. So like what all these businesses now having having the signs out again, like if what are their do we know what their repercussions are if they don't comply with that? I don't think it's anything in the state right now because yeah. they're no, just county just, mandates. I don't think you have, have to like comply. Yeah. Is that right? I think that that because. They're not laws, but it's going to cost you money to fight that shit. Right. You know? So if they fine you, yeah. do, do they have some fine in place? Like I don't know if they do anymore, but they did. Right, they did. So yeah. weird how And then they had people fined. like going around like looking yeah. for shit. Fuck yeah. It was the health departments mostly. Mm -hmm. I don't think cops have been right. enforcing anything. I'm, I'm really sus um, wondering like if you go in a place like – because I'm just – I don't even understand it anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why is it happening again? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm just sure. like not wearing it. And I, I doubt, I would bet most people at workplaces don't want to go around policing yeah. people to put well, on the Well, we went to one place and they covering. gave us masks. What was the place? It was a restaurant. Mm -hmm. They gave you masks. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Here, we're going to give you a mask so that you can yeah, walk to the table. Yeah, the yeah. door to the table. And the table was literally two feet away from the and door. Th those are the same people that, you know, like, that write these policies that fucking, yeah, you know, keeps, well, that don't follow them, but also the environment is such a crazy, we got to take care of it now. It's like, okay, well, what about all the fucking energy that we're using to make these bullshit masks mm -hmm. that we don't fucking need? And then where do they go? The they go into a everywhere. fucking landfill. They go into, you yeah, know. I've seen a lot of those pictures going around mm -hmm. lately with like, seagulls like all trapped in like <laughs> a mask <laughs> yeah. Yeah. instead of the old like because wasn't it the old six Soda six cans. pack range yeah yeah yeah. Uh -huh. yeah yeah doesn't make any sense yeah it just keeps getting crazier yeah it's weird it's like it's it's so crazy to watch it happen you know and like why to think about why Right. How about like the South African thing? An interesting thing about it with the Omicron mm -hmm. is like, so the South American whatever health ambassador, some hit high up, she says it's like super mild, right? Yeah. And um, and nobody knows if it's super contagious or super or more deadly than Delta or whatever. I'm probably good on this. I <coughs> got too big a one. Um, and then they close the borders all of a sudden. And then that hurts like their economy because they're like so based on like tourism and right. you know what I mean, and so the so it's like it's like they're being punished 
because like I guess we're one of the least vaccinated uh, places. I wonder if that has to do with it. It is. Yeah. I I mean, that's what makes sense to me because I I think it it was there were the video I watched anyway said I think it was literally maybe two or three days before that happened. I saw this. uh, They requested to stop supply of. Vaccines. Yeah, they said, don't Johnson send us Johnson anymore because nobody's taking them. Right. And so, yeah. That's the, crazy. The and they're companies. like 20 or 25%. I saw that on like yeah, points or something. It's like less than yeah. 20%, I think, of the total. Right. Continent. And they, and they said. Sorry. In South Africa. Yeah. Oh, South Africa. Yeah. yeah. So they were, they, they said, don't send us any more vaccines. Nobody's taking them. We're not. Everybody that's going to take them are going to take them. Yeah. Right. And so and they're like 75% of, sudden, of people are hesitant. And yeah. then the Omicron shows up. Yep. Right. Yeah. But so then they discover it or whatever. They like code it genetically or whatever mm-hmm. that takes. And they tell everybody about it. And then they get like punished for it. Right. We're going to yeah. shut and you that down. Is weird. So no travel. Right. People right. can't travel. Yeah. Even though it's everywhere already. Mm-hmm. Right. And then this other thing about like it once they do these like travel bans there's like three there are like three days for it to like take effect mm-hmm. and so everybody books their flights for those three days and then it spreads everything right anyway yeah what's gonna you know how are we ever gonna go back in time and be like did the masks during this period do anything did the travel bans stop any variant did the did any of this stuff work you know what i mean are we ever going to be like, able oh to, like, i think so I feel like we know at yeah. this point don't yeah. we like, think? Yeah. Uh, been yeah. i think what i think what needs to happen is what happened like did you guys see that um fucking dude chris cuomo how he got ousted from cnn and if he gets permanently he got shut down that before uh, his brother's text helping his yeah helping yeah. his brother they say it's deeper than uh-huh. what you would expect huh. but i think a lot of these guys that were pushing this false narrative like him a lot of these media guys i think as they start to crumble a little bit mm. you think when people get canceled they might question shit they might start to look at uh-huh. things and question it and hmm. you know are there any other examples like that that's happened, you think, that you think with of like, like some news person that's canceled and then like flipped their... There's a lot of those people that mm-hmm. went to Substack. Yeah. Like Barry Weiss and Glenn Greenwald. Well, I, mean, I was going to say, yeah. People that even haven't been canceled. Like you yeah. think about Jon Stewart now talking uh-huh. out about things and fucking... Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Bill... Uh, Bill, Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Bill, Bill Maher, yeah. 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 yeah, he's like completely flipped his tone too, uh, talking yeah. against the left now. Tulsi Gabbard's right. another fucking good example right. of. Well, she's a Republican, that's, obviously. Just kidding. That's what they say. I mean, she might as well be too. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Like uh, Joe Rogan and um, Jocko had brought this up that how they tried to make uh, Tulsi like a, you know, Hillary said that she was a Russian, you know, like right. counterpart. Yeah. And at the same time, Hillary's working with the Russians yeah. <laughs> for this collusion thing. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and then people just like just want to gloss over that. They'll like mm-hmm. pretend that you know the stuff that Trump did was worse, and it's like wasn't even on the level. You know, um, mm-hmm. he might have been a dick in a lot of regards, but he was the one exposing what you know they called the swamp, and just I think so. Yeah, especially the media thing mm-hmm. like that yeah. just. I mean, before Trump, I just thought that there was a lot of fakeness and like, 
you know, they have their story about things, but never what, would have guessed the extent I never, of how exactly, far they would go. Exactly right. Yeah. That's right. I would never would have guessed that. Yeah, know? he did bring them uh, all out. Because then it's just a constant bitch session for four years. Yeah. That's all they talked about. Still all they talk about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, at first I thought it was funny. Know? I remember this because we would talk about it in class. It was like Daryl and Jesse were in back then, mm-hmm. and we talked about it a lot in mm-hmm. the morning. You know, and I remember at first I was watching one of those, you know, one of those uh, comedy comedian news shows I forget which one like Trevor Noah or uh-huh. one of those ones and when they were making fun of Trump I was so enjoying it because yeah. he's so goofy and there's so much to make fun of I was like this is fucking great right. you know? like, and, and then it just never stopped and I just got like fatigued yeah. I just got like so tired of it like man you know the funniest meme that I, I remember mean, seeing yeah, what's that rip it. Trump yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> constant. Like it. yeah. it's constant it's constant did you guys see that meme of Trump with like Kim Jong Un's hair? No. <laughs> yeah. It was so fucking funny. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Write this down. That so, dude is funny looking. That was like the the funniest <laughs> Trump thing that I had seen. Trump Jong Un. Yeah. Uh, some of the funny Trump ones are him when they like they like sample him saying billions. Oh, like, dude, that's one do. of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> and China, 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 China. And the whole thing is just him saying one word. Yeah. <laughs> billions and billions. Yeah. <laughs> all right, real talk yeah. though. Let's say <clears throat> all this shit, like we, I feel like we're seeing through what's happening. Like we see the writing on the wall. You listen to the Tim Pool episode, so mm-hmm. did you hear the part, do you remember hearing the part about uh, when he was talking about uh, Bill Gates and the, the smallpox shit? Mm, I forget the details. All right, because that shit is terrifying to mm-hmm. me, if mm-hmm. that if that's like... What, what was it, you remember? So, um, two weeks ago, I think it was, like uh, November 14th or something like that, uh, Bill Gates held a, a world conference on um, <clears throat> what would happen if smallpox became weaponized and there was like a new version of it released into the world and was talking about what that would look like how they would counteract it uh just like kind of playing out scenarios the following day the fbi finds a file or a a, a laboratory in philadelphia that was filled with vials labeled smallpox and and then it was like that same week bill gates invested a hundred million dollars into a biotech company that was developing a smallpox vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So, what does that mean? So, you got to remember those things. So, <laughs> so there's like just coincidences, uh-huh. right? Right. So, if there is, a, if something does happen with smallpox, then then you go backwards. You're like, yeah, but the media like, see that's the thing because this a lot of this stuff allegedly happened with Fauci, mm-hmm. right? And the media has just played people a different story and so if you talk about any of this stuff you're just a fucking conspiracy theorist trump supporter Mm -hmm. and they can write you off like that it's like fucking now you're domestic terrorist yeah (laughs) it is is weird that yes it's so it's like how everything is so on this high degree Mm -hmm. of of stress and anxiety and stuff that now it's such a problem to even just question things like in the past you could be a conspiracy theorist even a 9-11 mm-hmm. that was like there was a little bit of this like uh uh you know cens- censoring anybody saying that stuff there was a little bit of that yeah. going on with 9-11 but to the degree now is just crazy people mm-hmm. are like so sensitive <gasps> you know don't how could you you know say that <laughs> you know 
Yeah, when there's obviously all this, you know, questionable things going on. So do you think, so everybody says that the silent majority don't believe this, that most people don't agree with these things. Um, and it's just the extremes on one side or the other. And so I've been thinking about this, right? Do you guys agree with that statement? I think I do, yeah. What do you mean? Like That the majority of people aren't like so extreme as far right. as I do think that. the, the sides sure. go. Yeah, 100%. What about you? Yeah. So I've been thinking about that. And it, it's hard. I think there's levels to it. But if you're the majority and you let people pull you apart are you fucking the the majority that doesn't choose a side because whether i choose a side or i get pulled onto a side isn't it the same fucking thing you, you know what i'm saying you're on that on that side and if we do nothing if we comply then aren't we just on that fucking side right i, I mean you know, I'm pretty proud that we have not complied to one single fucking thing. You know, I wore masks into people's businesses when it was really that's all you could do. But, you know, not anymore. I'll just order shit online if that's the case. It's like, all right, that you're going to comply with that. Then there we go. Because it's, you know, but, but you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I think then that gives most people the ability to let themselves off the hook and be like, well, I'm the silent majority because I'm in the middle and I don't choose this. And it's like, bitch, you got it chosen for you. So are you fucking weaker than the person who's at least making a shitty choice because you're letting, you know, well, so, so, so I, I've yeah, been, yeah, yeah. but what do you do though? So like, so that's what I think. About don't comply. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you that's, do. That's one you thing. know, at, right. at the very, at the very least, what you could do is not comply. You could be like, all right, well, fuck. Mm -hmm. What can I do as an individual because I'm not going to storm the fucking Capitol with a protest sign and, you know, demand resignations? You know, I'm not going to protest. I'm not a fucking then, protester. Yeah. And the but, other thing is, like, to, to say something. Because mm -hmm. that's what I think about. It's mm -hmm. like, but then, you know, I, I question whether saying things on social media does anything. Like to, for me, for me yeah. to say it, you I know, know. I mean, in my instance, you know, yeah, I question it because it, mm -hmm. it just pisses some people off, and then mm -hmm. other people agree with you. Yeah, and it's like you know, and then, but you, you know, one always thing. the case though with anything yeah. right. you put on social media. Mm -hmm. There's always somebody who's either going to insult you or going to be upset. Right. So by what's you the point? Is what I'm be... saying. Is that a place <laughs> to make any kind of? Well, you know, this is the way that I've looked at it. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Well, I know from a lot of different people, you know, that I've had interactions with or seen what they like is that, okay, this is somebody that you could at least if things went even more South, right. Where divisions got even bigger divisions. It's like what we were talking about last time. And I think this was, you know, pretty fucking brilliant just in the way you think about it. Even in the simplicity is that division creates unity. Right. And so you start to create a unity with people that you maybe didn't have before, but you start to see, oh, okay, these are, mm -hmm. I mean, at some level, but you have to does. align with an ideology so, so and with a group. That's interesting. Like, there was a period in the summer of 2020 when I was like saying stuff online. And, you know, 
some Antifa people were like, fucking, <laughs> you know, like, some wokesters were like, just creeping on me all the time and stuff, you know? And then a couple other artists, I saw these arguments happen, like, in the comment section, right? And, and that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I did meet some other people where I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this, I know a couple guys that know what's up now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this dude knows what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, it is like a... I don't know. So, so like you said, mm-hmm. like I remember you said that to me. If if you you would at least see who's on your side, mm-hmm. who could be a potential like ally, potential ally, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's Im- that. important. Yeah, I I do have this feeling maybe because I'm too like nice of a guy with people where I like avoid it. My clients, mm-hmm. maybe mostly with my friends and stuff, I'm not afraid to talk about it. Sure. So maybe I'm just thinking like clients, but I see those people more than anybody, even, yeah. you know. So I avoid, you know, bringing any of it up, you know right. what I mean? But it's interesting that it's so important, but then people like avoid talking about it, right? right. Do you think your clients don't are not aware of how you feel about a lot of this Well, stuff like some or? know that I'm not you know, jabbed or whatever. And those are the ones that would care the most because they That's why they know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? There's just a couple. There's not that many. But, so yeah. they're still willing, though, to interact with you. So maybe with sure. those yeah. people right mm-hmm. now don't bring it up, but if right. you're still yeah. representing... And then I'm also in this place now with my family where, like, on Thanksgiving, I just made the, um, the pact with myself where I would not say anything political. I had to do the same thing, <laughs> and it was so hard to do. Well, I mean, there were so many yeah. memes about the holidays I and being with your family. Right, and I know. Not talking about... So that's what's weird about it, um, is like... Because everybody feels the need to say something, even the people that think, you know, the other side, let's say. The, mm-hmm. the main narrative is one of crisis... And so they want to say things too. Mm-hmm. So everybody wants to say stuff, and it's really important. And like, mm-hmm. and it pisses everybody off, and everybody gets offended. And, and it's hard to think: is it good to not say things, or would it be good to like just have things on the table at least? Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe you don't convince this. This is the argument for Facebook. It might be the same on Thanksgiving. Like I'm not going to convince the person that thinks opposite of me, but maybe someone else at the table right. at least gets to think about something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And conflict, this is fucking, this is what I think fucks people up, man, is that they're so afraid of fucking conflict that they build up. So then when there's conflict, it's a big conflict. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if everybody had an opportunity to fucking choke each other out, mm-hmm. then you could, well, like, so we could about- literally disagree and be... Amicable. I, I think you're right that that literally mm-hmm. the fact that you get high intensity physical things out does help with that too. Yeah. But it seems like we would also need to learn like uh, talking jujitsu. You know what I'm saying? Where or at least we like well you got up hands at the end at the, at the beginning and the yeah. end. Yeah. We're like we're gonna spar for a minute. It's like a I'm not gonna try to hurt you. Yeah. I'm not gonna try yeah. to hurt you. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna try to choke you out. Right? Like something like that. Yeah. You there's an I mean? etiquette that there's an etiquette goes along with that. Yeah, but when you've got when when that comes out, then you've got more to talk about. You know what I'm saying? When you can get that fucking aggressiveness out, then it's cool because then we could even take it to a shouting match, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck you, whatever. Oh, but then the, you can but then mm-hmm. you can bring it back down. It's cool to do that. It's like sparring, man. Mm-hmm. You you know you love it when it accelerates a little bit you know you do i i do even like yelling yelling's the same thing it's like (laughs) okay great you got it out now bring it back down 
Right. You can bring it back uh-huh. down. Yeah. But everybody then lets ego get involved. Mm-hmm. And so then my ego gets involved in if I bring it back down, then I look like, you know, this fucking you know what I'm saying? Don't like soft in this Right. Whatever. And it's mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. man, you control I have a hard time with paces. it because I get like once I get loud like that, uh-huh. I get emotional. Sure. Right. But and that's then, the test. Uh-huh. You do yeah, when yeah. we're fucking sparring, just like I do. Right? That's always the test because we're gonna get emotional. So it's how fast mm-hmm. can you bring yourself out of that emotion? Can you mm-hmm. recognize it, boom, and address it? Mm-hmm. And the more you do it, the better you get that's at it. But people mm-hmm. want to avoid it, and so then when it goes into that mode, it crosses into that mode, it stays into that mode because they don't want to let it go because well, it's fucking there. I mean, we could try to like analogize it or whatever. Like, It's kind of like when when you spar, you might get nervous and stuff. But so can you do well at game time? Can you be game time? Mm-hmm. Uh, same in a conversation. I have that problem mm-hmm. too. It's like you have all these thoughts about something, but then it gets like this emotional conversation and then you don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're too focused on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you you don't make a good argument. You just start like attacking the person. Yeah, then an hour later, you're going, "Fuck, that's what I should have said right there." Yeah, right. And I, yeah, I like I often lose my like ability to address the argument, mm-hmm. and that's what's so uh, commendable about you know the ability. Some of the some of these guys we watched you on you know these thinkers online, their ability to maintain you know, the clarity of their reason, you know, even but, like, like but they're masters at it. And this right, is the fucked up thing is that people equate that with having the arguments. It's not. Mm. So let's take it back to fucking jujitsu, right? Or whatever, whether we're rolling or whether we're sparring and we throw the fuck down, we elevate it and we leave fucking elevated. Like I'm still like, fuck you, man. I'll, if I had one more round, I'd be fucking hammering you so we go home and we're still fucking there brings it back down after a little bit of time right we but the thing is is we still come back in and we fucking work together right i'm still got a little fucking issue with you you still got a little bit of an issue with me we get back in we do it we might still be at that fucking place maybe we brought it down a notch maybe we were able to elevate it and bring it down a notch right so we're starting to get good at like okay but there's respect that's starting to get earned i'm listening to you more because you're still willing to be in the fight and then we do it another couple times and then all of a sudden we start to learn the ability to bring it up bring it down but the thing that we don't do is not have that conversation right we don't stop sparring because you got the better at me uh, better of me one day and i'm pissed off about it it's like i need to do it again and get back in there and then pretty soon we can go and be pretty effective, learn from one another, develop skill sets. But this is the thing. This is what my parents fucking have said to me, right? You know, well, just not talk about it. Why do we always have to talk about it? And it's like, well, because what you believe, you're saying that you absolutely hate me. I mean, that's what the <laughs> fuck you're saying, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So basically what I told my parents. Too, let's yeah. talk about it because uh, if that's how you feel, yeah. then we we don't want to not talk about it because you still fucking feel that way. Right. So let's figure this out. But when people say, let's not talk about it, it's like that creates the biggest fucking divisions. That's where, again, because then you start start all the emotion is still there because I can't talk about it. That's happening anyway, though, because it's like in my situation, most people are what? 
<laughs> Does anybody want to say it? Because most people are fucking pussies. Seriously. So, it's mentally so, and physically, and it's got to change. Uh, yeah. So, so in my situation with that, it's like, I don't see this person or these people like that often. No, and you. so that resentment and that thing builds up anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's because what's happening is they're equating us with a, a, an abstract thing. Mm-hmm. It's not even us. They're not even mad at us. You know what I mean? It's that they have this uh, this thing, this character, this demonic character or whatever, and we're like somewhat reflecting that to them, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what's hard is it's like, so then you like sit down and have a, you know, or, or it just comes up, something comes up, you have a conversation. Um, and I don't know, it's baffling because they're not, they're not even arguing with you. Mm-hmm. It's and then the whole thing about yeah so like do we need to talk about it all the time that that's so I think enough until it gets out right I, you know uh, what I'm saying because but right now it's like I I get fucking tired of all the COVID uh, shit yeah. you give me a fucking break sure. Jesus Christ but you know honestly I still look for it on YouTube and shit mm-hmm. I still like when I'm scrolling through videos this is what makes me think a lot of this stuff <laughs> is like a is like this like biological need for like gossip mm-hmm. or like. I don't know what it is exactly, but some biological thing about us where we want to see dramatic stuff. Mm-hmm. We want to see drama. Kind of uh, want to see the world burn a little bit. I know something <laughs> like that. So I keep I keep listening to the COVID stuff and the woke stuff, and I keep like I almost seek it out because there'll be other things that's like interesting, like it's oh why are butterflies blue? I'm like eh, maybe I don't want. To. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the only reason why utopia wouldn't work. It's not good. Well, yeah, yeah, that's why it doesn't. Well, what do you mean? Well, because, like, the idea of a utopia is you have no problems, you have no excitement, you have no drama, mm. you have no mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Like, if everybody is politically correct, there's no drama. If everybody oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. emotionally intelligent, mm. there's no right. drama. And, and, but and that, it would take everybody thinking the same. The only way that would work is if everybody thinks the same way. But then think about, right, how um, that's where these intellects, you know, this is why I really like Jordan Peterson. I think pretty much... The guy's going to fucking flip out and self-destruct. <laughs> I mean, I do. Jordan? Yeah. When you look at how he's so invested in what he believes and how he's formulating his opinions and there's so much like emotion, mm-hmm. I think that he's one of those guys that's too far into one direction that, that that's self-destruct mode i mean he already went through it once right mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. and um you know i just think that that's something that makes him brilliant though you, you know what i'm saying because he's taking it so far into these extremes of thinking that mm-hmm. i think it would have to drive you mad in some yeah, regards to, to some regards you know mm-hmm. but because he put so much of him into it I think it resonates with more people than, and I think more people can grasp his ideology than with somebody like Sam Harris or Coleman Hughes or those guys who are very cerebral and very, you know, it's almost like John Danaher, right? Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Just like Sam Harris and, you know, these other guys. But I don't think there's a lot of people who would learn very well Mm -hmm. from Danaher. You know what I'm saying? Like a vast majority, I don't think could attach Especially to from what he's talking, from his talking. Correct, right. and his his teaching, mm-hmm. just his complexities in there. I think what he is is brilliant, and the people who can attach to that and make that level of connection are gonna be fucking 
Yeah. Awesome. And it's proven. I mean, right. he's, he's yeah. proven that, right? And so I think there is one of the differences with Jordan Peterson is that he's brilliant, but he comes back to the average person's place. You know what I'm saying? He's fallible. He's somebody who, you know, recognizes that there is that. You know what I'm saying within him, and he got that's where he got into his health issues recently to some degree. But I think that if you're on that level, that high level, right? In in my opinion, again, this is going back to Jordan Peterson, is that it's too calming, and in that regard, it's in a different self-destruct mode. Whereas what I like about Jordan Peterson is that he's riding that fucking edge, man. Guy is on the brink. Is he gonna go over the edge? Is he, can he go over the edge and come back? But that's what you makes mean, things. He has like some emotion in it. A lot of emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know what I'm saying. But that's what makes it exciting, mm-hmm. right? It mm-hmm. it really makes it exciting to listen to him because mm-hmm. there's these ups and these downs and these mm-hmm. this, these powers, you know, that that pull you in, and so we take that into. The jiu-jitsu he world. Cries yeah, he does. That's, that's what I's. I'm saying. He's like <laughs> drifting. Happening, really? Yeah. yeah. Almost every time. He's drifting. Ones? Yeah, those <clears throat> interviews or whatever. If he speaks for an hour or more, he's probably gonna like his, his voice is at least gonna shake. From, yeah, because yeah, he moment. gets so drawn into it. Yeah, because he really but, believes what he says. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's like if you could say the most true thing you could, it would be emotional, right? And I think you know he talks about like like. You should say things because that lets you know like what you believe is true or whatever. And I like how he puts it like, I've heard other people put it this way too recently, and uh, that it's even related to some of these words. I'm not going to remember this, but that it's like stepping on a stone mm-hmm. and you don't know if that stone's going to be like, if it's on water or whatever, is it going to be shaky or is it going to be solid and then you can stand on that. So every mm-hmm. time you say something, you're like testing that out. Is that true? Do I believe that? You know, and if you could say things, if you could weed out all your language and your ideas and everything to be the most true ideas you could have. And he, I believe that this is what I think, that he's done that. He's like gone through that process. So now when he's speaking, he's almost, he's getting closer and closer to like prayer, prayer mm-hmm. when he talks sometimes. It gets kind of close to that, you know. Obviously, he starts at like a psychological angle or phil- phil- philosophical or whatever, but it gets to be like... It becomes a mantra. It's things like that. Yeah, yeah, those kind of words. It becomes things like that. And then because it's like so true and so important, he's connected to what he's saying, then it becomes like emotional. You know, that's why it's like that he like resonates like because like, i mean who else does that really that's what i'm saying yeah right it's not and but that's why but I, i've seen people i think he him. attaches to i think he i think he connects with more people than any other single one of these you know philosophers right now you, you know what i'm saying i, I, I think I, I believe it mm-hmm. yeah he's probably the most right popular. and yeah. so i think that that's what mm-hmm. people connect with right is emotion mm-hmm. the thing that he I think the thing that he would struggle with, right, and I think this is where you see a lot of intellects, is not letting that emotion ultimately consume you, right? And so, you know, that's where, again, getting into these fights, I think, are important. Like, I think arguments are fucking extremely important. They give 
so much texture to your existence. They allow you to go through so many stages of emotions and feelings and things like that. And it is even funny as fuck if someone flies off the handle, right? But again, the, the things that happen is that we don't want to put ourselves into the place where we can accept that that's part of us and know that we can have a level of control in there. And that's where people, again, you get out on the mat and you fucking train, right? We kick the shit out of each other every now and then. We go at regular paces majority of the time. But you've got some ups and downs in there. It, so you feel that way like with your family? I feel absolutely. Like that, that, that you should maybe that we like should spar, spar more, like until we get this fucking thing where we're in a place where, okay, you can raise your voice at me and it's cool. And I can raise my voice at you and it's cool because we understand that we can ebb and flow. You raise your voice back for a minute. Oh, great. We got that out. Mm. Cool. Fuck. Let's. But, but again, that's what. You'd have to take the time and energy to like work on your guys' relationship like that. Like you'd be like, we need to like talk a bunch for the next six months. Well, you know. So there's I mean, the difference. With, but you, like, could, you could just take the opportunities when the opportunities when they, when are there. Up, yeah. Right. But uh-huh. again, that doesn't mean that you and I, to get better at sparring, have to spar all the time. I might want to spar Jordan. Okay. I might want to okay. spar Anna. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I might do my own kind of thing. I might say, man, you guys are only into fucking stand-up. I'm going to go do jujitsu. But I'm getting that out, that ability, yeah. that function. And then how, right? about, how about like, you know, how what's going on right now is also like um, dividing us or whatever. So and then, all, and then all of a sudden everybody we know at least thinks somewhat similar. So then we're not in situations to have this mm-hmm. narrative sparring right now or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I don't find myself there that much. Mm. It's only with people in my family pretty mm-hmm. much, you know. Yeah. Um, and then friends, uh, friends online. are good though because friends, it's a conversation. Like I've been working with a friend, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he's he's more on, uh, he's nuanced, mm-hmm. you know, but he's more on this side, you know, but not maybe as much as where I'm at, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, and it's cool because we could just talk and be like, "There's a little bit of disagreement in there." You really think that? You know what I mean, do you, you know, there's mm-hmm. questions like that. You really think that's mm-hmm. true? I said to him, like, "You're really not worried about." like the state, like taking all these like powers and controls and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing that, you know, from you, you're not really like worried about that. And he's okay with that. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe I am a little bit like, I, you know, we have that kind of conversation. So mm-hmm. it's like, those are, those are nice because they're, we're pretty similar, but it's like when, when it gets to be like this vast difference and, and then right now everything's so important you know what I mean? Like it's like the, the that div- division gets like so far. I don't even understand how it's like. But that's because people you know? don't. This is my opinion. Don't have the endurance for the fight, man. This is this is why I say again. I think a lot of people are being pussies right now. I won't say the majority of people. I'll say a lot of people. Yeah. But but they don't have the motivation or the endurance for the fucking fight. So. Then it creates these huge, but they long are divisions. But they are fighting. Right? You know what I mean? They're like they're yeah. attaching to that side, to that view, and you know they're doing but, the LARPing. But they're shutting though. it they're down. They're more interested in LARPing than they are the actual. Mm-hmm. Fight. But they're not well, they're going along like with fighting. It. So they're like, they're just shutting yeah. any other opposition down. And it is more of like the vast majority. It's more of a going along with 
than a, than a fighting probably right mm-hmm. you're just like not you're just like it's easier to not think it's easier to just listen to the what it's being said what the tv says mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know? it's easier you don't have to do any you don't have to oh because research remember the four worst words whatever that one was do your own research remember that article <laughs> <laughs> the four worst words on the internet right now, whatever. <laughs> yeah um so yeah you just have to go along with things Right. I mean, a lot of those books I've been reading, I got another one that's like about Polish World War II era, a guy mm-hmm. from, you know, and it's called Captive Mind. Mm-hmm. And it, it's similar. I haven't ever read much of it, but it seems like these ones are really similar, like that Power and the Powerless, that Czechoslovakian one about like it's about. Oh, yeah. And then I found this other one that's really good. Um, how is his name? Bonhoeffer. He was like um, a Polish intellectual uh, he might have been a priest mm-hmm. I forget and uh, he was like anti-Nazi right and he spoke up and said things and then he eventually gets put in a concentration camp and then uh, conspires to kill Hitler and then gets killed or whatever uh, but he wrote a thing that was that stupidity is worse than malevolence mm-hmm. or something like than evil stupidity is worse than evil and so all all these people i've been reading the similar thing is uh is is there's this narrative we call it that now like shulshanitsyn mm-hmm. he says like living in the lie mm-hmm. right a lot of them say that i don't know if that if he invented that phrase and then all these other people like the czechoslovakian yeah. guy uh, um, if he like took on that phrase or whatever. It's like compliance because of yeah. convenience, you know? It is that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. And so there's this, and it's like the system, mm-hmm. which is interesting because it's it's similar to some of that woke stuff, which mm-hmm. is like the systemic blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And But they phrase it in a similar way. So there is like this narrative and, and it gets control of people mm-hmm. and you either live in the lie and you do a little at a time you do one little lie you put the sign in your window you know and you like comply mm-hmm. like you're saying right and it's a little bit at a time like i was thinking too like even the chip and the you're putting the chip with your COVID passport or whatever like the other day my friend was like oh i don't care about the amazon having an amazon tap he's like those people are conspiracy theorists who think that it's listening to you or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean but our phones are already listening to us that was also his point which is yeah so that he has a good point there but it's like you accept little things at a time mm-hmm. like i could easily imagine a day in the future where most people have chips and they're just like why don't you want to get a chip yeah you know it's easier the door then opens when i walk in science says you know? it's safe. <laughs> right and, and it's going to do things like that your mm-hmm. credit card is going to be on there you're not going to need any id right you just walk through right? and your your house your smart house is going to be like all programmed to your thing everything turns on when you walk in the room you know what i mean it'll be like that <laughs> good morning <laughs> you know so so did you ever watch Zeitgeist? guys uh, i did yeah that was a great That's documentary exactly what you're today. describing uh-huh. right now i was just tripping out yeah yeah Right, it you got your there, little uh, yeah. avatar that pops up, huh. greets you in the morning. <laughs> right. Your alarm is yeah. this like sweet voice, you know, those hologram <laughs> screens. <laughs> right. Yeah. Gently waking you up. Right. Well, actually, by then we'll all be in the metaverse anyway. Yeah. So we won't even be getting out of bed. Just <laughs> plugged in. Yeah, the other chip like sends the signal to our brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder, yeah. like... I mean, maybe when you're like 95 and your body's just like shriveled and broken down, unless Mm -hmm. they can, you know, unless there's some like 
rejuvenation process that happens. But let's say you're like me in a lot of regards who I don't use a lot of technology. Um, I don't believe in a lot of the approaches that Western medicine has, you know, as far as um, I'm skeptical about a lot of pharmaceuticals and things like that, even though I think it's great. You know, I'm not like against, I'm just skeptical about certain the things. Scope of it. Yeah, right. taken, you know, I mean, I haven't taken, I, I think I've taken 10 ibuprofens in my life, you know, and through all the training injuries and things like that you know, just find a way to suck it up, smoke a lot of weed. You know, that's always been my thing, right? And it's something, you know, I'm not saying I took it without any, like, assistance. But, you know, for a long time, I've known what was in my weed. Um, when I was a kid, I didn't. But, you know, as an adult, <laughs> pretty much have known for, right. you know, a long time. So, but I wonder if me not wanting to be like a part of having like a chip and being plugged into the metaverse, as you say, but maybe after you live your life and you're like 95 and they're like, well, if we plug you in, you know, you can live another 95 years. Right. Huh. Would you that's do cool. that? That's kind of like, I was the movie, um, with Leo, where they go in your dreams, Inception, uh, Inception. Mm -hmm. right? You know, or like when you take a certain psychedelic, yeah, and you get like, 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 three months, episode yeah, like, like that in which one? Black Mirror, yeah, mm. yeah, of like, yeah, he goes into the haunted house with the virtual reality and he feels no, like he's there. I was there. thinking of the women, though it was a girl who like could go in this weird hmm. metaverse type of thing mm. and then come back oh yeah i saw that one i think yeah i do remember that one there she was like and she lived a, another life she was like a cop yeah, or something oh yeah. yeah she lived like a whole other yeah. life yeah yeah it was like a, a thing they would give you as like a present and you could live this whole other life yeah and she her, her like girlfriend gives it to her as like a that's yeah. like a birthday gift or something. Oh, okay. And she's so stressed. She's like, oh, I need I need to like live another life and get away from my life. Uh -huh. And then you live this whole, you fall in love with a person and you have this whole other thing, right? Yeah. Is yeah, there like right. a judgment where they come yeah. together and now you right. got to like choose? I think she thought the other one was real and she was going to die in the other one or something like that. There was yeah. one. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Because it's got to have some twisted like exactly. plot, right? Right. Basically got to upload your self in this right you would think yeah you would just live the other life or, or the first life was the fake life that would be the plot <laughs> twist right they had the, how do you know you're real they had the virtual reality episode which is essentially the metaverse but it's the guy the guy's like from australia or something he's on a trip and then he gets this he sees an advertisement for a video game testing and he like needs money to get home so he signs up and then he they like inject like a little mushroom looking thing into the back of his spine like at the top of his neck and then uh they tell him he has to turn his cell phone off so he like puts on the thing they he pretends to turn his cell phone off it's still on and then they send him in and it's like a haunted house that feeds off of what your fears are like mm -hmm. your worst fears so it it just like goes into your brain and figures out what your worst nightmares are and then it comes into reality and uh he feels like he's there for like days and then at the end of the episode he ends up you end up realizing that a phone call went off like five seconds into the video game and it disrupted the pattern and it fucking like shocked him and killed him so he was only there for five seconds but in his mind he thought he was there for 
He was like dead several days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did he come back to life or? No, no. He ends up dying, but but before he dies, like does he recognize that, that he's five dead? seconds feels like okay. days to him? That's the, the experience. Was yeah, that yeah. five seconds. So yeah, yeah. I thought for a second he like went to hell. No, 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 like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, my worst memory was where they would like go in and like they had this chip and they would go into this weird virtual reality and they were all like on this. Is that the spaceship one? Yeah, yeah. the spaceship. Yeah, that yeah. one. And that guy like hacks everybody's dreams in there, their mm-hmm. like existence and the. But yeah. then he ends mm. up not doing so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The plot yeah. twist. Right. Yeah, all the virtual reality stuff is interesting. I, I had an idea for a book back in the day. I wanted to do it would be like. There's like some artist, of course, right? <laughs> and he's like, in the future, artists will design virtual reality worlds. Was the idea, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you you would both. Some people would be good at the story. Some people would be good at just like visual, you mm-hmm. know, places that you walk in. I even have a friend that even ten years ago he was doing virtual reality like art, where you, he would like you could like draw things with these, you know, those things, and then you could like walk through it. What? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's into video games. So, friend of a friend. Draw things with what? Things? He's like wands. Like yeah, those like wands. Have you seen the virtual reality wands? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So what? You're standing no, there and you yeah, draw yeah. it in yeah. the yeah. air. If you drew a and circle, you it, and you could walk through you the could circle. You walk through the circle. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty common now. That's like a game that mm-hmm. might even come free with like Oculus Rex or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. Do you okay? But you're legitimately walking, aren't you? When you're doing yeah, VR, you can either like press a button that says go forward, uh-huh. or you can actually walk. I think uh-huh. a lot of them will have both because you only have like a limited area. I was going to say right? like how yeah. how would you know they have those where like to augmented go. reality rooms, uh-huh. right? Where it's like there'll be a room with like a, a, oh, yeah. a stairs and a th- you know, and then they overlay virtual re- oh, or then you put the goggles on, uh-huh. and then you actually walk up. There's uh-huh. stairs there that you can actually walk on, but uh-huh. they look like yeah. they look like alien stairs or whatever, right? From alien, you know, uh-huh. something like that, right? Yeah. So they're like, and they're rooms, you know. So you get into fights with, you know, a T Rex and shit, and right? Like, and then and they got the little pods where you can like stand, and you're holding onto a a fucking right. railing, and it's like got a motion track on the bottom, so it detects oh, okay. where you're moving to. Uh-huh. Those uh-huh. are pretty cool too. But how far are you actually in, like? real life moving like could they do it in a space like this big that's oh. what i'm yeah. saying like yeah. the, the, the yeah. augmented reality it's, place. it's of, like a, a warehouse okay it's like a yeah. big warehouse uh-huh. and then when you put on the goggles you're actually climbing on real things yes yeah. so you could you actually like is, do a battle scene and exactly you're cruising through this you could jump off stuff uh-huh. and like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. set yeah. up a whole tactical zone in a warehouse or something right yeah, yeah. there's one in cali that like just opened up Years it ago. never ends well for the people in their homes, though. All those yeah, yeah, those are always, those, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those people are smash the their, wall. their own lamps or yeah, something. Yeah. I just saw one where a girl, TV yeah, is. yeah, <laughs> I saw one where a girl was boxing and she keeps getting closer and closer to the TV. Uh, and at one point, she actually punches it. It doesn't break, but her friends have to like keep grabbing her and pulling right. her back. It is funny. Yeah. I took Phoenix to one, and he kept getting like really close to the wall, mm. you know. And he's like doing a fight game, like, swinging <laughs> yeah. as hard as he can, you know. <laughs> He's doing like it was like a gladiator game where you're like big monster guy, right? Gorn or something like that. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah. done a VR. It's cool. I did a haunted house one that was really cool. Uh-huh. It was like uh, it'll be dark, you know what I mean? And then you're like walking around this haunted house. Uh-huh. There's like these virtual reality places. The rooms are pretty big, about as big as this room, mm-hmm. you know. So you, you, there's some room to walk around. So you know? does it like? 
it's going to be the same dimension as you're walking through or at least visual placement. I think it, you yeah. know what I'm saying like I if you I think it gives you like a boundary, right? Yeah. And you'll see like a you'll see like a fence kind of looking thing, uh-huh. a grid. You'll see a grid and that's okay. how you know that you don't walk past that. Okay. You know. That's when you know you're like close to the I've wall. I've never done it, but I've only watched people do it. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've gone to a couple of these places just for Phoenix. Yeah. You know, and then I just did it twice and done it twice. Uh-huh. Like, there do, was, do you yeah. run in them? No. Okay. No. But there's not something where the character's running or? No. And okay. then if you do have to, there's like zombie ones. You uh-huh. just press a button that makes you go forward or whatever. Uh-huh. It was crazy though. I did this one that they recommend for you to do if you've never done it before, where you uh-huh. just like walk a plank. Uh-huh. That's right? the one I was just going to Did you do that one? No, I just, I've just i seen the okay. multiple videos where people it's have hilarious it in their, in their homes. It's hilarious to watch like yeah. old people like, yeah. <laughs> those are great. Like some mom like. People but, just face plant in their living yeah, room. It's just right. like no context behind it. <laughs> You just see them walking and then it's just <laughs> so it's like at the top of a building you go into an elevator and you go to the top of a building and then there's a plank and you walk out on the plank and you have to jump mm-hmm. right and I watched I watched Phoenix do it they have it I on a TV you, they have it on a, you can see what the other person you're with there's mm-hmm. a TV in the room so you can go as like a group you know it makes it kind of fun you can laugh at them and be like get that thing and stuff you know um, and so I saw him do it and I was like this is stupid you know I was like because he, he was all scared he was like didn't want to jump and he's like I can't jump you know <laughs> and I was like this is dumb you know and then I put it on and it's crazy how it just makes your you feel like it's real it feels uh-huh. real yeah right and you walk out you know what I mean and the wind blows and you know so you hear like birds and wind and stuff and you, and it looks it, it's cartoony but uh-huh. it's still it's real enough the dimensions there's something about it that feels real and uh-huh. it did feel weird to like jump off and so you're like looking down right. like yeah exactly uh-huh. yeah and you have to jump right off on the that. edge yeah yeah uh, yeah it's weird how it like convinces you on some level like watching a movie you yeah. forget like have you ever tried to watch like a horror movie and and you know that it's fake blood they're not actually stabbing that person but you still have a reaction mm-hmm. i don't know you, i haven't yeah. had that reaction in a long time I you don't because you watch so much horror my brain's broken. <laughs> <Is that right>? yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah even like just just a knife going in or a sword I used to every time that sometimes gets in the past i would lower the volume or just turn it off just for a particular segment just because i felt it was and i wanted the to watch it and i didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i feel like i bet something would get you though like if you saw how about like some gross sexual shit That'll get me. That's why I watch your yeah. mom's house live. <laughs> Do you watch those? Uh, but I can't. Uh, I, I, haven't, one. I haven't been able to bring myself to watch the last one because the one before that was so fucked up. I was like, I don't know if I could yeah. mentally handle yeah, they anything should, worse than what they've shown. The one I saw was like an anal prolapse yeah. by these like, gay those, guys. Those are there. like... Yeah. That's like mild I'm, compared I'm, to the I have, last I have like, trauma. two episodes. I'm traumatized. Yeah, I'm fucking traumatized. You just said it, and they just vividly <laughs> went back into my I'm, fucking head. It's the, it's the grossest I'm so thing I've sad ever that seen. I've ever watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So even if it's fake, though, like you'll, you'll believe it. Was it? <laughs> Did you just say do your kegels? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what they say. Okay. <laughs> For the anal anyway. prolapse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just using an example. You can translate that however you want. Hey, man. <laughs> it's good information. Better ask kegels. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Somebody's gonna benefit from that. Somebody's gonna be like, God damn, my ass has been like prolapsing. <laughs> 
With a loose ass. <laughs> oh, my organs out last week. Been doing the kegels. That's <laughs> right. Well, it would make sense, right? Otherwise, you'd probably have to walk around with a diaper on. I mean, <laughs> legit, right? Yeah. They're at the grocery store. <laughs> I think. I hate that that image just keeps <laughs> I know, yeah. I never want to That took a very quick turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sour turn. Virtual reality. So, do you think Please. that the reason why it grips onto you so much is because in that moment it feels real yeah. and you can't quite prove what is real well that's interesting see maybe yeah maybe you'd be questioning whether like wait what i was thinking before wasn't real this yeah. is the real place yeah that's the whole idea am i the the butterfly or whatever the old chinese you heard that one am i am i a butterfly dreaming that i'm a man or I'm a man dreaming I'm a butterfly. Yeah, yeah I heard uh, like a modern like cognitive science or whatever. Uh, the consensus is that we like take in information about our environment and then we make it a, a world in our head and we live in that world. Mm -hmm. Right, so we don't actually we we live in a virtual reality already. Our world's different than my world. Right, yeah, yeah, and we have ways to compare worlds mm -hmm. to yeah they've got to have a lot of overlap yeah or right or you're or you're crazy or a dementia yeah. or whatever yeah so they do need to have overlap and we need to test that yeah. that's why but, I, but I wonder if uh, I mean even somebody with dementia probably there's still a lot of overlap you know what I'm saying because you still yes. got to be like a chair's got to yeah, be exactly. a chair yeah, stuff like that yeah um, yeah, and, and I think... Does the chair look different? Right. I think some of the interesting stuff, too, would be, like, worldviews would also make less overlap, mm -hmm. right? So if you took, you know, someone from the Middle Ages and, and then we're just in this world now, it would still be a lot different, right? Because um, they would view things, let's say, from a spiritual angle that we think is, you know, ridiculous mm -hmm. or so, something like that. I don't know if I could... Burn, burn the witches. Specific. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So there's things like that too, like worldviews, um, and maybe like a human from a long time ago, um, or, or like an almost human. Mm -hmm. Their perception would be so different that it wouldn't like, like you're saying, overlap as much, right? So, so I think that's why virtual reality works so well. It's probably because we're already living one. Our brains make one. So then we're just like trying Tying to make it. our own. Yeah. But we can already change what we think a lot. So we can change. Like, think of how much um, a positive outlook and a negative outlook. Like, I, I, I uh, read this quote recently that was so well, I can't say it. But he used the word. He was like, he said, in my common moods of, he said, enchantment, which I dig, but... Um, in his like inspired moods, you know, he, he, was a, he was like a thinker of some sort. And so when he like had a great idea, maybe he was a scientist and he was able to convey that idea to someone else. He thought that was like his purpose in life. When he did that, the world seemed to him enchanted. Mm -hmm. Everything was there for a reason. My life is for a purpose. Everything's in its right place, you know. Um, and then in his, in his more common moods of d depression, mild depression, he called it. He sees the world as disenchanted and without meaning, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so think about how different just in your own life. I know that you're positive every day and have never had I'm a trying day. to be. I'm <laughs> trying to be, man. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the world can be like way different 
um, just from whatever that's called, mood or outlook mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. I, man, I had a great mushroom trip yesterday and that was like the whole purpose was to go like reevaluate that exactly what you were just saying, having bad days and things, you know, of that nature. Cause I've been asking myself that, um, for a while cause I've been dealing just with, um, you know, those questions that you have sometimes. And, um, it just reinforced when I was on this mushroom trip about everything has been in my control and what I've been doing with things are within my control. And if I keep that in mind, even if I fuck it up, it's still within my control to do something. I'm not saying I can control the situation of things happening. I can control how I conduct myself within that. And that just kind of reaffirms that whole, you can have a shitty day, right? And end it feeling great, which removes the whole shitty day. Now, again, I've structured my life for, you know, the past fucking, I don't know, 20 years at least to run a certain way, which is limited at least in my, you know, memory, a time or a day that I've been like fucking hating it and wanting it to go away. And so, you know, I'm sure those have happened that are out of memory, but I think that, you know, those perspectives that we get that we go, you know, we take a mushroom trip or something like that. And you can reaffirm those places that, that, that keep you in that more like sustainable, you know, mentality versus Mm -hmm. the kind of Mm -hmm. the swings. Yeah. So you can have practices. Like I've noticed recently that how much it matters. Like I've been, I've been reading more again. Um, and I've been realizing how much it matters what I read. Yeah. Right. Like some things are really inspiring and man, do I feel better after, you know, if, if I wake up and read something inspiring, it's like, mm-hmm. man, you know, like that guy was saying, like now everything has meaning. Now my life has, you know, it's like a sense of filter for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, of course, you know, you can have lots of practices mm-hmm. that do that. Um, but that one's important to me, I think, because I'm so like, I, you know, I've begun to think that reason like leads to nihilism mm-hmm. and I'm incredibly reasonable, yeah. like too reasonable, uh-huh. you know, I, I just exist in my head all the fucking time. <laughs> you know, that's why I like working out, you know, martial mm-hmm. arts is so good for me. But um, I need to balance that out with stuff, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, we all do. Mm-hmm. Like in whatever, you know, I think martial arts is great for everybody. I mean, I'm going to constantly keep you know pushing that for people because i think it's such a thing that goes with everything you know what i'm saying because i think it addresses the um wide range of uh, like problems that we might have that make us struggle and the cool thing is is you can do it for an hour or two hours and get little practices in you know a week of dealing with those things in which you struggle and deal with them in a much more effective manner or a manner in which it's kind of leading towards self-improvement. So I heard this quote from this really like, okay movie. It was Cowboys and Aliens, (laughs) right? I think I actually saw it. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I think I saw it. So it's got, um, someone good. Daniel Craig in it. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Uh, And a few other, you know, pretty Mm. like 
well-known actors. I remember thinking it was, actors. it was better than I expected because it sounds stupid. Yeah, it sounds stupid. <laughs> That's um, the name of it. I've seen that you know, title pop up before. Yeah, I can't yeah. bring myself to click on yeah, it. Yeah. But there's this preacher who says something, and I think it, I think it was great. I wrote it on my big whiteboard in my office, and you know, Daniel Craig was this criminal, you know, like outlaw, whatever. And as this uh, preacher. He, you know, he was like a, a holy, holy man back then, you know, but he was this rough cowboy and hmm. whatever. But anyway, he's, uh, he says to him, it's not, wait, let me rephrase it. Um, it's not who you were yesterday. It's who you are today that matters to God or it, something like God doesn't care who you were yesterday. He cares mm-hmm. who you are mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Right. Next. And so sounds similar to don't compare yourself to who you were right. yesterday, but to, right, right, exactly, or, and it's not to other people, but to who you were yesterday. It gives you something then to always look at. Oh shit, man, I fucked that one up. Let's mm-hmm. set it up for a little bit yeah. of improvement. Mm-hmm. You know, tomorrow, and even if you're making small incremental gains, because we all like to, you know, like I don't know. I know that I've done this to myself where you know that something probably isn't the right thing to do, but you even tell yourself, well, I can do better tomorrow, right? You still but, do it. But yeah. even if, yeah, and even if you still do it, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But even if you do it the next day, at least some of it, you're still mm-hmm. making some little right. level of gains. Right. And that's what's hard because, like, that's mm-hmm. all you can do, probably. Yeah. Like, you'll never just, like, get struck by lightning or whatever and then be a different person. So you can only do little at a time. Right. I think what's hard maybe is, like, the to, to constantly go up rather than sometimes, like, falling down. Right. That's the texture. That's why, yeah. again, it's so good to have arguments with family. That's not a high point, typically. Hmm. Could be. I mean, right. I enjoy conflict, man. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. And I think people are so afraid to admit that they enjoy conflict. But if we look at everything that sells, it's fucking besides like sex and that kind of stuff. That's what it's I'm saying. Like, I, I still look for yeah. it in YouTube and stuff and like Twitter because it yeah. is like conflict. It's part right. of what I'm looking for. Right. It's, Even though I, you know, I pretend that I don't, I'm tired of coronavirus right. and I'm still like, Whoa. but if we, yeah, but if we, if we accept that we can enjoy it, right. And we've got the ability not to be consumed by it, which takes, you know, practice, training, that kind of thing, then mm-hmm. it's, you know what I'm saying? It's much easier to understand that, oh, we're going to have a fucking conflict. I'm ready for it. You're ready for it? Great. I mean... Get your notes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's it's cool. It, it gives you things to attach to. It gives you things to prepare for. If you're kicking my ass sparring and I enjoy conflict, let's say I've got that mentality where I'm like, yeah, okay, I enjoy it, then... It's going to give me a lot of motivation to get better so that I can, you know, fucking kick your ass. If you're kicking my ass and I'm afraid of conflict, there's a very good chance that I'm going to avoid sparring you. There's a very good chance that I'm going to avoid that conflict. I'm going to avoid that thing that's like, okay, this is going to be, you know, this is asking a lot of me. Um, Mm-hmm. Again, but if we embrace it, it mm-hmm. kind of goes into that primal side. If we 
I'm not saying we let it consume us, just like I'm not saying that we let the intellect consume us. I'm saying if we let these things coexist and we enhance them both, mm-hmm. yeah. we, we can build this superhuman. Everybody wants to build this superhuman by forgetting, you know, the primal roots and mm-hmm. foundations. Yeah. It makes me think, and, too, about, like, being offended, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, the only way you'll ever... Cause, you're only going to grow if you get offended. Yeah. Right. And like, why wouldn't you want to be offended? Right. So, so it's a similar thing. It's like, I mean, you're saying the word conflict because it's like a lot of things make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess you could call those conflicts like the things I don't want to do. Like I don't want to do marketing or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, for my business. There's things that I like avoid. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> right. Um, so those things are kind of like conflicts you could mm-hmm. say. Right. There's, there's stress and tension there, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's also the comfort thing. And that's, again, why we like put ourselves in bubbles of people we agree with because it's mm-hmm. like we're comfortable with each other. It's mm-hmm. hard to, you know, like here's another thing is like, um, you know, like group think, you know, so you have mm-hmm. like a group. And if everybody thinks the same thing there's a really high probability that it like kind of will cohere into like a really narrow narrative you could say mm-hmm. um so if you have like a couple people who think a little differently that's a good thing to have around because they test you know they they, they keep it level mm-hmm. right it can just go like culty you know what i mean and and people start you know drinking kool-aid with acid and then <laughs> cut their balls off and shit um uh, so but you can't have too many people that are contrary because then it's like there's no communion to it there's mm-hmm. no um yeah so it's like having enough you need like enough uh you have to let in an, enough tension um but not too much mm-hmm. you know again with like it's a similar utopian thing it's a similar idea it's like um you need enough that you you get strong and grow but not too much that you like destroy yourself mm-hmm. right and then it all because if everybody thinks something different, right, it, it's like, a, you know, it dissipa- yeah, you can't uh, get dissolves. anything yeah. done. Right, exactly. I think, you know, what's yeah. cool is having, like, groups within a bigger idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, what I've noticed with the coronavirus um, is that there's people that I look at and I say, okay, they're not my people at all, Right. It's not even somebody that I can align with because they're going to have this perspective of safety and compliance. It's Mm -hmm. like more of a thing right now. But then, so the groups, the group that I guess I look to to have some alliance with right now is more on the conservative side, right? So on the conservative side, I would say at this point, there's more of a desire to um, protect the Constitution and keep the Constitution intact rather than trying to take it apart and make it better or whatever the case may be, make it more fair, make there more equity um, in it. And so in that regards, we have this big kind of umbrella of a belief that we live in. But find a large group of conservatives that like to smoke weed you know what i'm saying it's a smaller group within this larger group and a lot of conservatives within that group would disagree with my approach to things right because a lot of them it's just not as common in the conservative realm of being you know the the more 
420 friendly, at least in my experiences, mm-hmm. than, than not. And so I think that having then groups within groups, even within a group, right? Because now here's what I would say. Well, for me, it's not just about smoking weed, right? I, I want that to be weed friendly, but we're also fucking of the mindset of being fit, you know, and in shape. Right. And so then that group even gets a little bit smaller. Right. You get a little bit more in touch with that group, because if we've got those more things in common, we're going to have a deeper connection with one another. And then you've got the next layer and then you got the next layer out. And so I think those almost, are healthy. Almost sounds like you're talking about like identity. Kind of. Yeah. Well, belief, mm-hmm. more of a of a core belief. You've got an overall and then it kind of tightens as you go because i believe in I mean, smoking are weed there, are there differences like is there a difference between, i mean i don't know i right. honestly don't know like when i when between, i try to think about the core of what identity mm-hmm. means i'm not really sure i know yeah but is there a difference between identity and belief you know well i mean i mean i like this is what i would say like i believe that you know weed is a valuable tool and you know I really believe in it, but I'm not going to identify by walking around everywhere with a pot leaf on my but, shirt. But it's, you, still you know part, it's still a part of you though, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Don't you think? I mean, especially because you... So, but does identity mean that you um, advertise it? You know what I'm saying? No. Or does I mean, it, it doesn't nowadays. <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking, right? I mean, I was going to say, I think it kind of does in a sense, but... Okay. Because, I mean... How you cut your hair, how what clothes you wear, mm-hmm. what kind of car you drive, like you those could, things... You can practice martial arts without taking on an identity of martial arts. Does that make sense? Well, especially nowadays when there's so many nerdy, like, jiu-jitsu guys and stuff, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> that <right>? are killers. <laughs> like, maybe back in the day, everybody looked like, you know, those old UFC dudes. Well, you had a lot of cauliflower ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wearing affliction yeah. shirts. Right. Okay, so what does that look like? Well, I mean... No, kind of, being like doing martial arts, but not really identifying uh, with it. Is being, that what you said? No, no, having the identity of a martial artist. So you're not like wearing. But I don't think that's what Justin. I don't was think you saying. have to wear it, but but you do wear it a little bit. Like in a conversation, there are your all of your thoughts. If you do it for ten, twenty years, right? Yeah. All of your thoughts are somewhat molded by that. I think that's more of personality at that point. It becomes a part of your personality. Okay, well, I don't know what the difference between personality and identity is. But if your personality is is to even force yourself to do martial arts once a week, one hour a week, or once a month, that is still part of your identity. Maybe not at the same level as Mm. someone who's here every day, I would say. Mm. But would the difference, because the question was like the difference, right? We don't know the difference. Belief, and identity. Yeah. 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 So would, in in my mind, I would say that um, one of the things that would make them different is that identity means that you would somehow outwardly project it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that under pe- other people knew mm-hmm. that, oh, well, they identify, you, you know, like what right. if we all... 
had like a face tattoo. Like if somebody's a goth and they identify as a goth, that's like a very forward thing. Or or if you're nowadays, if you're fluid or like, yeah. But could you be goth fluid? Could you like be like? (laughs) I don't dress. I don't dress like a goth. (laughs) I don't dress like a goth, but I am a goth. I listen to goth music. I'm a little depressed. Okay. When you're marketing, right? And you're like, okay, I have a target audience, and you create your target audience avatar. Okay. And you're like, this is what that person looks like. Mm-hmm. That's an identity. That's a type mm-hmm. of person. So whether they are advertising it or not, it's still may. I think identity. It's like a name. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Now that can mm-hmm. change. It's like a name. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. it's. Mm-hmm. I feel like we always advertise what we're doing. And and no, but it's still that person, even though they're not necessarily aver- advertising. So, but then is that the same as belief? Well, so the, here's how I might put yeah, it. Because like, then... then I'm, I'm just talking about identity. I haven't uh-huh. gotten to the belief quite yet. I was just... I wanted what? to clarify that because I don't think identity is just necessarily something that you owe. It might be. So no, I don't think it's just. I think it's. I don't think it's just. I think if we were saying belief and identity, and we were going to say, well, what makes them different? Right. I would say that in a belief, like for instance, if wearing a cross meant that I'm a Christian, but I believed in Christian values that cross would show my identity. But if I believed in Christian values and didn't have that cross, I mean, I might identify as a Christian, but Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily projecting that. But your actions show what you believe in your identity? Sure, I think for for sure. So isn't that a form of advertising? What if you're just a good person Mm -hmm. and you naturally do things that would fall in line with... Sure, and that's where assumption and stuff comes into play, but... Well, then they could be interchangeable. I mean, I feel like beliefs are can be a part of identity, but I think identity is a much broader scope of things than just belief. That's I don't know. That's kind of what I I think too in the Mm -hmm. regard because, again, do you believe in goth? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, or you just goth and you you that's your identity. That's the phase. Here's here's Webster identity. (laughs) Okay, who someone is. The name of a person. Um, number two, the qualities, beliefs, qualities, uh-huh. that's important, etc., that make a particular person or group different from others. So, so qualities mm-hmm. and beliefs. And so it becomes a little bit more encompassing than just beliefs alone, at least until this point. Yeah. Let's see what beliefs say. Does beliefs have oh, like, identity in we're it? Going, like, that's getting kind of deep. Um, okay. What's a belief? Belief. Um, not much internet speed yeah. here. Oh, here we go. Is an attitude that something is the case or that some position about the world is true? That's like Google's definition. So you need a belief to have an identity. A state but you don't necessarily have to have an identity to have, to have beliefs. But I think you intrinsically have one. You might not choose it. It might not say like... You're, but So I think it's like your beliefs... Partly make up your identity, mm-hmm. right? Well, maybe not entirely, but at least partly. So but again, your identity doesn't then? necessarily. It, it seems like beliefs is a component of identity, and like you said, it's a broader mm-hmm. scope than 
having to have identity inside beliefs. I said you need to have beliefs for identity. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I agree with that. Yeah. No, we were finding the separation. We're not, we're just just, the difference in the meanings is all we're trying to do. No, but that's fine. I just, because I just said the same thing and then you just repeated it. And so I was confused. I was was repeating kind of what the understanding of it is, right? That's kind of what I was saying. No, because from the tone at first, I thought you were going to go a different route. No, I was just. I was was misunderstanding initially. You were getting ready to fight. She's like, motherfucker, motherfucker. I'll copy right right now. I said it first. Because I think we all have an identity, whether we make it a big thing or not. Like, it's just how it is. It's how you discern people. That's what makes people different from other people, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I liked the avatar um, analogy. That was pretty good. Because then I, what I was going to ask is then, so what are those characteristics? Like, what would you call the characteristics? Like, you make an avatar for business. Like who you, someone who's active. Someone so, so if you said active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody who likes weed. Weed, somebody, active. Give me one more. You know, um... Okay, well, those two are good. Moderate. Okay, active weed, moderate. So what are those things? Mm-hmm. Like, what are those? Those are qualities, right? Qualities. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so then that's what determines identity. And maybe belief is just one of those as well, right? Because if you were... Well, that, that's where I right. kind of said moderate to include yeah. a little bit of a belief okay. in there. You yes. know, because mm-hmm. yeah. if they you know, are too extreme yeah. in one mm-hmm. side or the other, right. you know, then all of a sudden... Mm. you maybe have to get pulled into one side or right you know yeah because nowadays you're so like obsessed with identity and then they tend to think that it's stuff you show i mean maybe that's why we have that thought a little bit is it's Mm -hmm. like because it's all about what we show now oh i'm a demi fluid bot you know Mm -hmm. and and the lists of things right you know it's labels labels yeah Yeah. that's right and a lot of them are ideologies so they're like beliefs and stuff at least they're connected and then the need to just like AKA broadcast names. that. Well, and then it's exactly. What's that? I said names. AKA names. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, Further <laughs> proving your point. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> yeah. Categories. What we call stuff. Yeah, because we gotta like group the world into manageable things mm-hmm. that are separate from other things, and so those are identities too. Like there's an identity. There's a difference between the table and the microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the identity right? of this object? Well, it's the fact that there's a difference. It has a difference. Does it believe? Well, you think it's a table, right? Well, here's, you know, I could go, I could, I could go one more interesting step, right? How about like, I I might've gone here once to this idea. Something I've been trying to understand for a while now is that, um, like the world, the way the world presents to us is, is through things like identities and categories. Mm -hmm. Like, ah, man, I don't even know if I could go here like quickly, like, um, you know, the one I've been hearing all the time is like a cup. It's like that, like Jordan talks about it a lot too. It's like embodied knowledge, right? It's like, so all we see is like a, you know, the world's like this chaotic mess of, of, of you know, clouds of molecular atoms and possibility and stuff. And um, what, what gets things to condense into identities is things that we can use and understand. So like for one, we don't, we don't see most wavelengths of light. We don't hear most wavelengths of sound. We don't, we don't, you know, there's a tiny band of stuff that we actually, even our senses are able to pick up. And then also there's only a tiny band of all the stuff that we're perceiving all the time that we're actually 
spending our, our brain power to actually interpret. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's like, that's what um, matters. What matters gets the foreground to us. So if we're going to run into something, that matters, right? So even like, again, to that stepping stone idea, like um, when, you see, when you see the ground, you're interpreting things as step onable. Right or you know, like, right or grabbable, mm -hmm. right? That that's that, those are like the categories, and and so it is like identity. It's like we're giving identities to everything we interact with all the time, and it, and that's how these things like um, appear to us. So you could say even that if you're like some alien that's like an interdimensional alien, you could go here. They might not even see the cup, because to them it would be you know, interacting nebulas of, of probability or something. The actual form. They don't even see because they can't, maybe they don't have arms and hands. Like an AI, this is the problem with robotics, mm -hmm. is they're finding that you can't just like program in ways to interpret the world because it needs to be like in a body. So that's what helps like being in a car or whatever, like Tesla stuff, mm -hmm. or having a hand, you know, because mm -hmm. then it's able to interpret the world based on like what it can do. Right. right? That's where they're going to have to make cyborgs. They're right. going to have to be like, <laughs> okay, well, that's the problem. So how do we make mm. this? We're going to have to inject shit into people and <laughs> <laughs> chips and chips and Somehow stuff. Somehow it's always about changing the environment. <laughs> right. Yeah. Before so. yourself. But you know what's huh. cool is having yeah. like identities, you know, built within identities, right? And I how like it can that. keep yeah. shrinking down, you know, like mm -hmm. jujitsu. You got a lot of, you got jujitsu, but then you got the nogi jujitsu crowd. And then so, you could break yeah. it down even yeah. further in, you know, they're it's those are they're trees, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like the main thing is the trunk, and then as things branch out, they get like smaller and smaller. Like the trunk's martial arts, mm -hmm. and then that trunk splits into karate and yeah. you know wrestling or whatever. And then like you're saying, gi no gi, and then leg locks versus you know right. arm locks or chokes or whatever. And 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 again, it's a hierarchy thing, right? And then so 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 your idea is interesting that. You know, identities are that too, or whatever. Yeah, the they word exist within yeah. one another, right? right? And the the smaller you get, the tighter your circle, the tighter the group, right. the more those people think in right. line with you. Mm -hmm. And I and I yeah. think that you know this idea of tribalism is is good. I think that we're running into problems, you know, because people are saying right now that you know there's too much tribalism and. You know, I don't see that. I see there being a lack of tribalism in a lot of regards. What I'm, what I don't see though is people having the the strength to benefit from what the tribalism offers, right? And so you've got a community of martial artists. Well, they are going to have more thoughts aligned with what I'm talking about, at least about being tough, about you know. Um, putting it out there, you know, on the mat, whatever. But then within that, you've got jujitsu guys. Well, they're going to approach it even more so than the broader spectrum of martial artists, right? And then, like I said, we could break it down even further into the no-gi guys versus the gi guys, right? And they're going to have more in-line thinking with one another than the other group is. Then you could break it down even further, right? 
And hmm. those things, as long as we have the strength to deal with what that unity brings and we don't let it corrupt us by thinking that that's the only way or the best way for everybody, mm-hmm. then we can fit into that, you know, kind of yeah. housing of the next layer. It, it's interesting. And the that, next. Like now, maybe back in the day, tribes were like composed of people that looked like us. Mm-hmm. So it was more on biology and genetics and family and stuff like that. And now it's like ideas. Mm-hmm. Like if you're into jujitsu, all of a sudden, that's what's like aligning you with like a, a tribe. Mm hmm. Right, or Democrats or whatever. Right. That's like a tribe. It's now like what you believe. Beliefs are, you know. But that right. was it too, though. Because back in the day when you were a tribe, you had your own mythology and stuff. So sure. you had, and that's what bound you. And then you could take, you know, you could be a, you know, a fucking Cherokee, you know, and take in a white person. Mm-hmm. And then give that white person the kid, you know, you kill everybody or whatever. And then you take a few <laughs> kids, you know, or however that works, you know. I'm sure that, was, that happened everywhere in the world, right? <laughs> Um, and then you, that person, that white person grows up there. And We're going to get they, banned, <laughs> shadow banned because of you. <laughs> I'm sure. If anybody wants to cancel me, if I ever get like a big job in the future, I'm going to tell they, you. So we got to scrub this yeah. off. <laughs> scrub. <laughs> Video 47. <laughs> All of them, man. Who knows what I said. But, but so even back then, though, it was about belief. Uh-huh. It wasn't entire. I mean, yes, it, there was a correlate with what you looked like. Sure. But it was, all, it was more of the worldview. You know, that I, so you would say that person, that white person would say, that's my tribe. They right. would say that. They'd be like, white people, you know, they go to live European, they're in some school in a, in a fucking chair. Yeah. And they're like, what is this? Right. right. So maybe that was always a part of identity. I think it's, I think it's powerful. You know, I think that, again, if we had that more prevalent in our society, I believe we'd have more unity. Because, again, if you understand that, you know, my tribe fits into the next level of tribe that becomes a little bit bigger and that fits into the next one. Then when we get to a, um, you know, level, because I've been pushed over to the conservative side, right? I'm easy to say that I'm on the conservative side of things, Um, not on the far extreme, but close to that center. But then, as people understand that they fit within different scopes, you could say, okay, well, conservatives and Democrats, we fit under this next scope, right, of unity, which is being an American. And then you could yeah. keep going out from there. And at any and, point, and you've hard. got— The bigger it gets, though, the harder it is to, like— To manage. To manage. Right. But if you understand the ability to coexist within that, because as— let's pretend that you're a gi guy and I'm a no gi guy, right? Well, let's just pretend, and I don't know what the the reality of this would be if there's more gi practitioners than no gi practitioners or if it's the same. I would probably say there's more people on the gi side just because Still. of... Well, because I would definitely, say... Definitely was back in the day, right? I, I would say there's a lot of people who do both, mm. right? So um, more so than, I'm just assuming, than people who would only do nogi, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you got a lot of wrestlers in that regard that would fall into the nogi side if that's, mm-hmm. you know, their, their everybody, approach. Everybody's into the UFC. But so, anyway, that's not the point there, right? Right. But anyway, we still fall into the jujitsu realm, right? So 
bunch of karate guys come over and the jujitsu guys are going to get together and fight the karate guys. But they still fall under the realm of martial arts. But let's go back to the no gi gi. Well, I would love to fucking fight you. Why wouldn't I? Why would I avoid that fight? You're a fucking gi jujitsu guy. I'm a no gi jujitsu guy, let's say. We still fall under jujitsu, but I don't want there not to be conflict between us. I mean, I don't want it to be fucking kumbaya, right? Because then it's like, oh, we're not going to have any hard rolls. I want to be like, fuck, guys, we're going to roll against the the gi guys um, today. So fucking last week, man, they smashed us. This week, let's fucking crush them. Get a little fucking aggressive with them, right? You know, we don't want to get, like, to the realm of where we're trying to fuck each other up, like, in a permanent manner. But... Mm. If you take a little bit harder crossface today because you fucking wrung my neck with, uh, you know, your collar last week or you gave me a big old fucking, you know, rash on my face from that, you know, the the waffle, you know, of the ghee material. Yeah, I might fucking Mm -hmm. want to go a little bit harder. So that conflict is great. And then we understand, well, again, we're still within jujitsu and now here comes the karate fucks. Karate fucks, man, we're going to fight them, right? We don't want to fuck them up too bad. We don't. We're not trying to dominate them because they have a place within the martial arts. Well, so but, right? so then you're saying you always need that larger, the bigger scale is the martial arts in this mm-hmm. example, right? And so that still keeps people together. So you yep. always need like things. To, so you, so the conflict's good. Yep. In the community and however big that is, and now it's global, so it's like mm-hmm. impossible to manage. But at least like a country, you know, right. Um, so you still need an overarching something, sure, right? And maybe that's part of what's decaying right now, mm-hmm. right? Is it's like we're less and less have, you know. Obviously, we're all humans, right? So there's there's things that you know. If aliens came, we'd right. all be on the same team, you know. Right again, right, ex- you know. right, right. But uh, you see what I'm saying, though. Uh-huh. Like, so if you have martial arts, mm-hmm. and then all the other ones under that, all the different ones, they all have martial arts in common. So that's yep. Something that brings people together, and then inside that togetherness, you need the conflict. Right. Right. But you need both. And you need the conflict right. outside of that togetherness. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Then you need right. martial arts to have a conflict with wrestling, was, or, you know, or, or, or boxing, you, you, because right. that that right. existed for a while. That was yeah. the whole idea of the UFC, right? right? To see if these sports totally. were better right. than these sports, because right. back in those days, nobody considered wrestling or boxing yeah. martial arts. Martial arts mm-hmm. was Asian, so to speak. Right. Um, and that's what all those movies were back in the day. Right. The Quest. Right. And nobody had yeah. seen right. the Brazilians yet. So the, Enter the Dragon was that to you, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I think that then you, you go out from there and then you have the combat sports have conflict with the fucking football players or, you know what I'm saying, mm. whatever, that and conflict. Then they, and then it's interesting too, like we talked before, remember that idea like um, – what do they call it? Uh, there's a military term. There's another term called red team, which mm-hmm. is like if you're like a bank uh, or you make like software to like keep people out, you would hire hackers to, to try to, and that would be your red team. Mm-hmm. What's it called in the military? There's like a, we, we call them op four. Op four, mm-hmm. right. Opposition force. Yep. Yeah, yeah, totally. So it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you put intentional conflict into the thing to like, sh- it shows you your weaknesses. It makes you stronger. Right. It challenges Right. Yeah, yeah, and you fight them. I mean, but so so see, what I'm saying that's like a yeah. similar thing. It's like that's like the conflict inside of the right of the 
you know, everybody gets together, we're a team or whatever, and then inside of that, you need some conflict. Right? Absolutely. And, then, and we're outside of it, too, you could say. I, I mean, right. think of how, like, boring it would be if everything was just cohesive. If, you know, like... It just doesn't work that way, though. Right. You well, know, but people like try to... But that's what all of then this, you gotta be against like, then you gotta be a SJW bullshit fucking, comes into play. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. then what they want to do is take away all conflict... By and the only way to do that is to make everything think the same. And that's fucking correct. 1984, and they're redesigning the dictionaries. And they're like, oh, actually, vaccine means, <laughs> right. you know, anti-vax means you right. don't like mandates. Anti-vax means <laughs> you, you are a Trump supporter. Right. Racist means. Racism. Right. Yeah. Anti-racist. Yeah. So, yeah. So you got to make everybody think the same. So it's impossible. You can't. It's, it's going against nature to right. like, be like. And that's where that whole of idea of equity. in nature. Well, no, because they value themselves, and they think yeah. that they're so smart that they could design. The, the they universe. can design <laughs> nature. Yeah. Science is no longer really nature; it's just science. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, something I've been reading lately is 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 like the reason why science became the preferred like worldview was because it could control nature. Mm-hmm. So what it gave us was control. Right. It doesn't necessarily give us a worldview full of meaning, mm-hmm. which it obviously doesn't. You know, I, w- I would say now it's the proof of that. But it gives us we can control things. We can make technology. We can make a spaceship. You know, what I mean, we can we can live longer. We can. It gives us all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it you know, so it controls nature, right? Rather than you know, maybe another view would be like seeing just beauty or something like that or seeing meaning in nature seeing quality rather than quantity that kind mm-hmm. of thing well it's, or having yeah. a relationship with it there exactly you go. that's there you exactly go. right that's the deal exactly right because there's a difference between and then this thing about control too is that you can only control what's lower than you right so so then that makes you like value everything lower so then you value atoms and molecules and cells and and everything is from that angle mm-hmm. like oh you're depressed brain chemistry it's mm-hmm. chemicals take this chemical and then that you know what i mean um and yeah so everything becomes this like bottom up thing mm-hmm. you like um so and so then it puts people in this like arrogant kind of like state of mind right and like a fear state of mind too if you can't control it mm-hmm. you fucking mm-hmm. i mean like you said, having a relationship, that's so important. You know, coexisting with things. I was, again, on this mushroom trip yesterday, which was pretty awesome. Um, and that was one of the the big things walking, you know, away from this was you got to coexist. You got to, like, enjoy the fact that things have the the out of control element to it, right? Because again, if you could control everything, why wouldn't you have it at fucking 70 degrees? You'd live a 70 degree life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. People would be fucking comfortable. They'd be, mm-hmm. you know. You would design the whole world to be at your shitty state where you are right now. Right, and, and whole world would that be, would yeah. make it even shittier because right. then you'd want more convenience. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. It's the same thing. If you struggle, you're gonna want more struggle. If you live in convenience, you're going to want more convenience, right? I mean, nobody that I know who does jujitsu, and I'm not saying tries it, I'm saying does jujitsu, doesn't want it to get harder. I don't. I've never met anybody who doesn't want it to get harder because, well, that would suck if, like, I could beat you guys with any move that I wanted at any point in time, 
I mean, the fun of it would be like, well, this is okay. That was cool for a bit, but mm-hmm. it's no fun anymore. I like it where I can do that against you pushing me out of, you know, my area where, man, I had his back and I was about to choke that motherfucker out. And all of a sudden he got out and now I'm on my back. You know, how did that happen? Okay, cool. I got to work out of this, get into, you know. I like how you put it like it's about participating rather than controlling. It's probably why people have so many problems in their romantic relationships. <laughs> That's probably yeah. why. Yeah. Trying to control the other person. Trying to control. Because it's hard and there's a yeah. lot of conflicts because you're yeah. two different people and it would be easier if it wasn't so much fucking conflict. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. why the fuck, man? Can't I just <laughs> control the situation? But accepting yeah. that the situation is out of control and you can only control how you respond to the situation, mm-hmm. now that becomes something that's pretty fun because, again, it's like, you know, fucking paddleboarding, right? When we went paddleboarding in the river. Well, the, a lot of the fun was when you couldn't control where that board was going just yet, right? I mean, again, if, if we got on the board and we could have controlled it and hit every wave and every fucking you know rapid and just won't go through it and you come out fucking legit it'd be like okay that was fun i'm not gonna really it's do like it scenic route. yeah again but when it's out of control <laughs> right that's pretty good actually because because uh, the regular route you just go straight there uh-huh but the scenic route is like right you, there's more to it you know it's not a perfect straight line yeah. that, that is predictable uh it's pretty good it makes you participate in your experience more. That's what experience it does. Experience it right, more. Right. Exactly. Because if you control it and you just say, you know, I need to get here rather than like I'm on a walk and when things happen and new things, I'll see, you know, unpredictable things happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I heard um, Carl Jung said that relationships are like the biggest spiritual experience of a person's life because it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. It's like the most difficult thing to like have a relationship with. Most a lot of the time is an opposite sex thing, but you know maybe that doesn't that doesn't matter. It's it's that other mm-hmm. right, um, yeah. And it is you know there's always conflict with that, yeah. Right? And especially with men and women, you know, like man, we're so fucking different, you know. Jesus, <laughs> right? But if yeah. you you know, I think the success could lie though in again if somebody enjoys the conflict as well Mm -hmm. right and then you can be like all right we fucking we enjoy this you know Mm -hmm. to a level i think you got to set parameters right it's like again rolling or or sparring man i i cannot stress this enough i love it when you guys do something out of control that makes me fucking pissed I really do. Or something that's not even out of control that you go maybe a little harder or maybe even if you guys get something on me, that doesn't really motivate me. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you catch me with a good clean shot, I'm not motivated to really hit you back. You know, like in a manner if you caught me with a wild out of control fucking, you know, I thought we were going at this speed and you pick it up because, again, it I really want to go fucking hard within a, a bounds, right? I'm not going to sit there and try to give you head damage, you know, brain injuries, but I want to fucking rail you 
And that just gives me a reason to do it. That's like, okay, now I'm not the asshole. I'm just the counterfighter here. <laughs> because if I just started and fucking waylaid you, like you want to hit me. I know you guys want to hit me like that. It's fun when somebody can take it and you can fucking deliver it, right? Especially body shots. And it just gives us that ability, again, to have that fucking like, you know what I'm saying? That that solid conflict. Well, I had. I mean, a, if we don't do that, then how are we gonna see? Okay, like if I'm sparring with you and I don't sometimes, you know, let it carry me to where I pick it up a little bit. If I don't do that, then I don't know what my picking up looks like. Right. And I don't know what I need to work on because then you can you have a reason to retaliate, right? And then that tells me, oh, okay, well that's. There's a distance there, or you know, there's something I need to figure out. Like, if you don't distance go too far, as far you as like knowledge, right? Yeah. So right. it's kind of like also what you were saying earlier. You're just testing yourself, and challenging it, challenging. making it like mm-hmm. experiencing the difficulties, and you know, again, in a relationship, that's fucking. I mean, think about this, right? Like, let's say you're dating somebody who's, you know, like. Okay, guy and a chick, right? And they're both training. And they're pissed at each other for whatever reason. But they could fucking go get it out on the mat. I mean, that would be like, I wouldn't fuck my girlfriend up. But if she made me mad enough to choke her out, and I got to choke her out, wouldn't that make you feel good? I mean, wouldn't it make you feel good? It'd make her feel good. It'd make her maybe want to get after it a little bit more, but what do you think she would do? She'd want to train to get after it because, again, she enjoys the conflict part of it, and then you take it into, right, that place that we, you know, talked about um, constructive violence because what happens if you don't? Then you just destruct. It just becomes this place of, well, I at this moment dislike you enough that I want to choke you and I never get that chance to do it, right? <laughs> Legitimately, right. what is going to build? If, if there's nothing that brings it out, if there's nothing that brings that back down, then it's just going to build. And the next time, I'm going to want to really fucking yeah, choke you. You can't avoid and it, then, right? You can't like, you know, not say anything. It's like relationships going to blow yeah. up and that person might actually even really choke them. Yeah. But... Again, if you can fucking learn how to deal with those conflicts, you get it out in a constructive manner. Like if you go to someone's house, Mm -hmm. like a couple, like there is a couple there, and there's like a room that's like a mess, you know that they're like avoiding conflict. There's like something, you know, that's a sign that that couple is like avoiding something. Yeah. Any any like disorder, you Mm -hmm. know, that's around. Um, that's like a sign. Yeah. So my house has a few of those signs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a sign here. You're like, oh, there's a sign. Yeah. Yeah. But I go through that. You know? Yeah. Like, it's a constant challenge. You know, like what it makes me think of just of the bigger pattern of it is, is again, the, it's like suffering. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really what we're talking about. It's like, I mean, constructive violence. Yeah. Uh, and so there's that concept of like the bliss in suffering and the, you know, that, that the only way to get to bliss is through suffering, mm-hmm. you could say. Um, and it, it reminded me, again, Game of Thrones, I'm almost done, mm-hmm. so I'll stop talking <laughs> about it soon. <laughs> but uh, 
Um, there's one character you guys haven't seen it, right? I've, I've seen, seen it. it. You've seen I'm it. The only one. You, I you guys, okay. Sansa. Uh-huh. Right. So this chick. Um, I don't know who cares it's you know so yeah, there's a chick yeah I know who gives a fuck about spoilers or whatever so she's like super innocent when she's young and she gets like the worst men she gets raped just like constantly and like it's horrible her experience right but then when she's older she's a badass mm-hmm. right and um, there's a specific scene where like uh, the hound was like oh if you would have gone with me then you never would have gone with the Bolton guy, you know, or the King Joffrey or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she she was not regretful of it, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, and then again with the perspective thing, it's like sometimes it's hard to be in that perspective because mm-hmm. like when you're thinking about the horrible things that you go through, let's say in her, you know, yeah. exa- example, it's hard to see anything good about that. But when you're in that other perspective, it's all it's all meaningful, mm-hmm. you know. It's not that it's good, but it's meaningful. It's having know? the endurance, and it, actually, it is good. To I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Having the endurance to make it through it, and it makes you a good person. That's yeah. what makes you a good uh-huh. person. But you I know? feel like that mm-hmm. kind of goes along the lines with what you say about not having a bad day. Like you, at the end of the day, on a different scale, you make. Mm-hmm. You make it a good day, like mm-hmm. if it, if there was something. That mm-hmm. But that's what makes it a good day, that's right? Well, is yeah. but also having a bad day. What, mm-hmm. like right. again? I think this is hard for people to understand. But what do you want? All good days. I mean, to me, every day that you're alive is a good fucking day. And if you have that attitude, then the shitty day that you had is only a great day because you got to experience that. You got to you observe that. You get your AK <laughs> on a shitty fucking day. But, you know, I think a lot of people, though, they don't, they, again, it, they don't do jujitsu. They don't do stuff like this because it fucking hurts. I and mean, that's the whole problem right yeah. now, too, right? The whole don't world's wanna, problem is fucking safetyism. Sa- well, there's and, a lot you know of people rising up, though. And this is, mm-hmm. I think, one of the great things with the whole COVID, you know, pandemic is that you get to see the people who fucking would would step up a little bit who are at least you know not complying and again that's to me as these as the new mask mandate rolls out with the omicron right is that said right with the omicron variation (laughs) and you see people that are just like you know fucking walking in the grocery store without the mask on anyway it's like you look at them in a different manner you're like Fuck yeah, dude. I got your back. Just straight up give me a head nod in yeah. King Supers the other day because we were walking by and neither of us had masks. Yeah. She was just like, like just mm-hmm. like, yeah. so so thankful so of the weird. situation. It's weird. I see mostly every star I've been to, most of the people are masked. Yeah. Like I've only seen one or two people every time I've gone. Weird. Yeah. But everybody can't be, a, you know, a leader. <laughs> Right, my Whole Foods right by my place is like seventy percent mask, thirty percent non. Well, Whole, right, Whole Foods is probably now. like attracting more masked people than yeah, not. exactly. And then I go in King Supers and it's like flip flop. It's like eighty percent unmasked yeah. and only twenty percent of the people have masks. That's masked, so, so weird. And then it's signifying to us identities of people. Yeah. Well, think, but think about it: the people who shop at Whole Foods 
are yeah. typically yeah. Yeah. on the left. It's a left fucking store. I mean, any way you yeah. look at it, it's... Because it's in a richer neighborhood. It, yeah, it's and it's warm. like yeah. trendy. There's a lot of vegan bullshit. There's a lot of fucking, These are less you know, than like half a keto mile bullshit. away from each other, which is okay. even crazier. Like you just, it's okay. both right off Hampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. go in one and it's yeah. one world. You go down the other. Yeah. And then Target's right there and it's literally yeah. like the in the middle zone. It's like Because if you're liberal, you identify with fucking Whole Foods. You know, if you're low case, <laughs> if you're like yeah. low end liberal, you're going to Sprouts. That's right. You know, but yeah. seriously, it's only those fucking conservatives that <laughs> shop around the King Supers. I've seen so many people masked at Sprouts and Safeway. Yeah, Safeway. I was telling Erin that I was joking with her because she went to Safeway. I'm like, oh, yeah, but they're way more fucking, you know, like lefty than King Supers. <laughs> but just through observation, I mean, literally, yeah, just, I went I into to Safeway. Supers and see that. I always go to Safeway because it's close to me. Yeah. Yeah. There's one on Mineral that's, there's a King Broadway. Supers and a Safeway, mm. and they're side by side. That's like the super Safeway. Yeah, too, and you walk into those, and again, you got fucking more people not masked, more people masked. And I think more people not masked Recognize, oh, okay, King Supers is the place to go for the unmasked. Because you don't feel unmasked. watched. Yeah. You don't feel judged yeah. with the mm-hmm. stares. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a weird state of affairs. Like, who would have thought that people would be putting something on their face to, like, identify yeah. what they think about stuff? And it doesn't <laughs> fucking work. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't work. Now, it might work against, you know, what I've noticed in the past year and a half is that I haven't gotten any colds at all mm. you know normally somebody fucking passes something to me where i'll get well, you're, a little you're sore throat or with people too yeah. yeah but it's also i think people are taking a a better note of okay if i you know have Watch. a sore throat or something i'm not going to go to the gym and get everybody yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. sick right so um yeah, but are far more uh, i think more for the i think it's this is my position I think it's extremely harmful for little kids. Extremely. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's hard to say why it's bad. Yeah, I think there's. But like, I mean, I think I could see, give a fucking laundry list of it. I'm starting to see in Phoenix, for instance, for just from my personal experience, uh-huh. like this thing about letting people control him. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's really subtle. It's, it's super subtle. You know, it's like. He just wants to wear a mask to not offend anybody. Uh-huh. He's like, I just, you know, I feel like it makes other people comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now it's always on. Like, we did that show. He wore it the whole time. That's why I couldn't, you know, his pictures, you know. Uh-huh. I want those pictures, too. Yeah, though. they're those on are the thumb drive. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, so there's a few things like that. Um, and, I mean, and just other things he's going through like that, too. He's got some friends that are, like, somewhat political, you could say. Really close friends. Mm-hmm. And so he's just like... He's taking the angle of, I just won't talk about it. I don't know about it. Because his friends, or maybe they, they, you know, mm-hmm. like one of them had read like Ibram Kendi and stuff. Oh, okay. And, uh, and they're like, Phoenix, you're a fucking, like, <laughs> oppressor. I think they just never bring it up. Yeah. You know? They never After it was said it. once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right. mean, literally. Because it, right. they're not going to know what Ibram Kendi is unless they talk about, like, oh, did you know white people were the oppressors or whatever, but let's never yeah. talk about it again. And now you don't talk about it because you're fucking the oppressor. It's uh, yeah, yeah. So that, but that's the liberal like that dude. That yeah. is the liberal fucking playbook, man. I mean, seriously, 
it, it sucks, but people close to me have said that. They'll like tell you something, oh, because uh, you're not compassionate. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's like, so you tell me something that I can't defend because we don't want to talk about it anymore. And that's the whole thing is once it's said, you can't talk about it anymore because this is what it is. It's that's like fucking, you know, probably rule number three in the how to be a douchey liberal fucking playbook. But if you took it to the mat, maybe you could show them that you are compassionate but and that you are also one hundred percent because you know, passionate about what you're then you start to view compassion in a different manner. And and it is it does boil down to mm-hmm. that though. Like um, again with the pussies and the safety and you know I was thinking that did that devouring mother idea. Mm-hmm. That's like the archetype of right now. Yeah, it's it's overprotection. It's no, you can't take any risks. Yep. Right? It's like, um, you're not compassionate. It's so weird. You know what I mean? It's all that shit. I was thinking about earlier, sorry for oh, interrupting. Yeah. We were talking about something that made me think of, well, the matriarchy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it is. The future is feminine. It's like, I was thinking, oh, it's when you said something about being offended. And I'm like, well, you want, babies are offended when you don't feed them right mm-hmm. they let you know mm-hmm. that you didn't they, feed they, them they sometimes they yeah. get offended <laughs> sometimes they get offended a little too soon right but uh, a baby that doesn't get offended maybe is one that the mother is constantly feeding mm-hmm. constantly protecting constantly like coddling them right mm. so it kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. translates in a way like mm-hmm. all of these mandates all of these things are trying to control they're co- trying to control yep. the environment they're baby proofing everything around That's and right. then when there's That's a right. little offense they mm-hmm. can't handle it because they've yeah. never experienced offense yeah, I, I think i think that in a lot of ways you could say the toxic femininity is what's like actually taking over? Oh, oh fuck! Geez, we're <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Because that's what that is—overprotection. Just got tapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're listening. Oh, he said toxic. Talib Kweli called me a fascist and a racist three days ago. So what? Fun, yeah. What? Yeah, we had a nice what? long back and forth for. I, Are you serious? I never get caught up in these things, but I made a comment. Like online? Or? Yeah, I made a comment oh, wow. on a meme he shared uh-huh. on Instagram. Uh-huh. And he waited about 24 hours before he engaged. And then uh-huh. I saw this long re- rebuttal to what I posted. And all I did was all I did was tell him that his meme could be used again. Like, I was actually trying to help him. I was like, you realize the argument you're making can be used against you in the exact same context that you're making it. Mm. Like, it was about Rittenhouse. And, uh-huh. uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. remember the details, but essentially uh-huh. I, I presented some points that he couldn't rebuttal. And then he's just like, oh, you're just like all your racist friends over here that are yeah. agreeing with you in the comments because all right. these people started backing me up right. and shit. And I was like... I was like, I'm, I'm Hispanic. I was like, I'm, I was like, I've never said a racist word. I was like, and could, I was like, give me an example in here of how I was racist. And he's like, well, now you're fascist because you're trying to tell me how to speak. And I'm just like, what the, like, what uh, the but that's what I'm saying. That's the liberal that's fucking argument. They tell you these things that they say so it can be an absolute. You're not compassionate. You're a fascist. You're a racist. You know what I'm saying? Because then once you put those out there, you are like the fucking... You're the devil. Yeah, there's no redemption for you, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like the mother saying, no, you cannot go outside. Mm-hmm. No, you cannot do this. 
Mm-hmm. Some of it is just fucking toxic femininity. <laughs> God damn it! All right, well it's been over two hours. All right, a little bit longer yeah. today. Yeah. We've Hopefully. come to the fucking problem. <laughs> Anna, we're leaving this to women like you to change it. <laughs> it's your responsibility now. <laughs> All right. Later. Later.